Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Bristol and Bath Lifting Club podcast. Who came up with this name? I think it was you, wasn't it? I don't know, man. It might be a joint effort there. I think it's good. I think Lifting Club is a brilliant name for a podcast, considering that we're in the basement of a gym. And we're a club. And we're a club, technically. A club with just two members. (laughs) As soon as we get to about ten, I'm thinking we need to get some t-shirts made or something. I think t-shirts, maybe maybe caps would be pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. caps. Basically anything for print on demand, because that's where the money is, isn't it? And I'm one of those guys who likes to turn his cap back to front and lift in the gym. I'm one of those people. You're taking the piss. That's, cause what, that's what I do. <laughs> Love it. Right, okay. So as soon as this is the first ever episode, the one or two people that are actually going to ever end up listening to this, they probably might want to know a little bit about us. So what is the first or earliest memory you have of anything kind of gym related so first day in the gym do you remember that do you remember anything like that i remember the first time i lifted a weight really yeah so my older brother um used to be really into his fitness he still does a little bit but he had these set of dumbbells in his room and when he went out i don't think i've ever told him this actually so you might actually listen and hear this when he went out i would go in and pick up his dumbbells and he had a couple of adjustable dumbbells, 10 to 15 kilos, and some push-up bars. And I would go in and do some curls, bang out some push-ups. And that's where the addiction began, man. That's where it all began. You'd call it an addiction? I, I was pretty hooked from the get-go. I started at 14, and I don't think I've taken a week off training since. Right, okay. That's crazy. So... I remember, so my mum had a, a weight set, but it was dumbbells, and my dad had a barbell, but they were all part of the same set. Yeah. But when they separated, my mum took the dumbbells, and my dad took the barbell and everything like that. Um. And when I was, I think it was 16, it was fifth. no, I was still in school, so it was 15, 15, 16, we started working out together in the, what was a shed, essentially, it was dad's shed. We yeah, it gym, gym shed. And he showed me loads of exercises, none of which nowadays I know were done properly, <laughs> <laughs> which he always learned from work. They had like a gym at Rolls Royce, which is where he worked, engineering company. Right. And um, yeah, it was interesting. Um, I quit not too long after, but it was kind of like father's son bond in time. Mm. I kind of enjoyed it, but it was just like with work and life and stuff like that, I I couldn't dedicate anything to it. I didn't pick it up until a lot later. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I'll tell you, um, when I first started, I I had no education about lifting whatsoever. So I was under the impression that if you did a bicep curl, mm. your whole body will get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the bicep curl was this secret movement to grow in everything. Yeah. So all I did for like the first, I don't know, couple months was just bicep curls and then busted out some push-ups <laughs> that would have been before youtube and that i guess yeah yeah well. i had no no access to any information when i first started i just i knew that a bicep curl was a thing that 
muscular people did. Yeah. So I, it's a cliche. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't think there's any way to do a bicep curl properly without looking like a complete asshole, if I'm <laughs> honest with you. Like, you could get an 80-year-old lady doing bicep curls in the mirror, checking form, everything like that. She's going to look like a douche. There's no way. No way whatsoever. It's definitely a bro lift. It is a bro lift. What, else, what other bro lifts can you name? Bench press? Bench press is pretty gym bro um, and it's never done correctly either. Oh, that's spoken like a proper personal trainer. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that's something I did a lot when I was in secondary school, Mm. where we had like the weights area, little gym that we used during PE, and uh, everyone was on the bench press. It wasn't even like a free weights bench press either. It was one of those um, cable benches. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, but everyone, even though no one had any lifting experience, would get underneath it and try and lift as much as they possibly could, Um, which is pretty funny. So yeah, it was definitely, gym bros seemed to navigate towards the bench press. Definitely. We are in about five minutes in and I just realised the microphone was turned around the wrong way. (laughs) This is why it's the first ever episode. Hello world. Hello world. So obviously we don't know each other all that well. We haven't been friends for years or anything like that. And I I was saying about it might be a nice idea to start a podcast to do with health and fitness. You've said you've had a similar idea. So we're basically kind of winging it. Yeah. So we are literally in a gym. We won't tell you what the name of the gym is, partly because we haven't got permission to do this and are kind of skiving off in the, <laughs> in literally the basement staff room. Um, but who knows? We might end up getting into trouble for this. Uh, hopefully we won't. But the staff way, room is pretty crap as well. Isn't it? I think we should, that's why no one comes in here. Yeah, this is why it's the perfect place for it. It doesn't even have a table. Doesn't we literally have a, a, a bin and a whiteboard <laughs> and some microphones and a laptop. So, you know. <laughs> Everything good starts from something small. Yeah. There we go. So, your first ever time in an actual commercial gym then. Can you remember it? Yeah. There was a gym in my hometown. I grew up in a little town called Melksham, which is in Wiltshire. Ah. And there was a gym called Scott's Gym. And it was kind of like this old school, dirty... Spit and sawdust gym. Um, spit and sawdust gym, that's it. All the equipment was old, but it was good and it had a good atmosphere. Um, there wasn't a lot of machines. It was mostly free weights, so heavy dumbbells, lots of barbells. Um, not sure if the gym even got cleaned that much. Yeah, It was pretty dank, but it was awesome. And that was my first time actually in a gym. Prior to that, I was mostly just training out of my garage. Right, okay. Yeah, so... I never asked my parents. I just kind of went, bought a weights bench from Argos mm. um, and, a, and a barbell and some weights. And I just rocked up home one day and I'd be like, hey, I got a bench. I'm setting up in the garage. And they were like, okay. So that's where I started in, in the garage. And then, yeah, I went to Scott's gym. So my first experience with an actual gym was uh, Aspects Leisure Centre. It was a leisure centre and it has it's literally not too far away. Right. I can't say exactly how far away because then they'll know roughly where we are. Pinpoint but, um, it was it was a leisure centre gym. It was it's fair it was fairly new at the time. Um and it has like a swimming pool and all that sort of thing. But I went there and I had I was working out for a little bit. I was there for like a couple of weeks. I used to go in the evenings after work. Mm. 
and then I had a really embarrassing incident, and then I had to leave. Did you pee I your pants? Was, no, <laughs> I, I've had a number of embarrassing incidents in the gym, which we should probably do an episode just on those. Yeah. But um, I won't say which it, what it is, because this is the first fucking episode, so <laughs> I don't think that's probably the sort of thing I want to... Freeze into it. Yeah. <laughs> ease into it. Maybe episode 10, I'll tell you about the act. <laughs> that sort of thing. But Don't yeah, reveal. I mean, there, there have been uh, incidents like that. Have you had any embarrassing incidents or been aware of any in any gyms that you've worked? Oh at? man, I've had loads of embarrassing incidents. Like like a couple of weeks ago, I ripped my shorts doing a squat. Like, I did that. Yeah. I was so mortified. <laughs> when I did it, it was because I was wearing, I didn't really know what I was doing. I got some nice, they were my favorite um, like cargo shorts type yeah. things from uh, Hollister, I think they came from. And they were my favourite pair. And I, I hired a personal trainer for my first year of lifting. <laughs> I thought that would be sensible. Yeah. In no point did he ever say what appropriate, you know, stuff to wear is and that. He made me do some squats. And I think on the second one, it just tore. Mm. The problem is, is he never said, oh, it's fine. Go, you know, we'll call it quits. He capped making me do the squats. And he looked around <laughs> like to say, it's fine. Your asshole's not showing. You got underpants on, so it's fine. And I had to, he made me walk around everywhere. And there was this massive slit in the back of my... Amazing. It yeah. was really embarrassing. I mean, most of my gym shorts, because I train at home, uh, have, uh, yeah, slits in them. And at that point, should you not really replace them? I have. I have. I've got some new ones too. But only a few. But yeah, so the other day, well, it's not the other day, it was a couple of months ago now, I was, in, I was in Australia actually, and I was using the gym out there, and I went for a heavy single on the SSB squat, Ooh. and you can hear the rip, you can hear the rip in the video, I still uploaded it there, <laughs> still uploaded it, I was like, that's a good squat, but yeah, you can hear the rip, it's pretty funny. That's crazy. Yeah, there's been some embarrassing incidents and stuff like that, but I think that, yeah, there's there's two that stick with me. One is the one, the first ever thing that ever yeah. happened. There's also when, yeah, I, I basically tore, <laughs> learned what the appropriate <laughs> things to wear at the gym was. And then the last thing that happened was uh, in our gym, I was doing, what was I doing? It must have been incline dumbbell press right and i did the thing where you guide the dumbbells up with your knees and i let out the the biggest fucking fart (laughs) it was so embarrassing because i was in that bench between all of the other ones so literally there was someone that side and both people looked like round like that and i was like oh my gosh but it happens it happens well you know what they say mate there's two types of people in this world there's people who fart when they lift heavy and there's dirty fucking liars (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's very true that's very true i fired many a time pretty much every other deadlift session i let one rip you know, you so know. there is talking along the lines of that i was asked by a client the other day because i think this should be an entire section at the end of each each episode with regards to stuff clients ask you yeah. and one of the clients who's a nurse was asking me, was like, is it true that when women squat, they a little bit of wee comes out? Mm. And I was like, that's a very interesting question. Mm. A, why are you answering this, <laughs> asking this? Because you're not a woman. I can understand, <laughs> like, if it was a lady that was concerned and, you know, lots of people might be concerned with things that they hear when they first start going to the gym. Yeah. But no, the guy literally said, uh, uh, is it true that women wet themselves when they do a squat? And I'm like... I don't know what your experience is with this, but <laughs> I do know that there are some ladies 
in gyms that I've been in of a certain age yep. who have told me yep. that it can happen. Yeah. But I don't think that it's something... Is it something that people should be aware of? I think... I think we like to cover this stuff up, you know. Right. We don't really talk about it too much. But that's why we've got this podcast. Yeah. We talk about women peeing themselves. PT secrets. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but I know a lady. Um, I'm not going to name any names. But every time she did heavy deadlifts, yeah, a little bit of pee would come out. And how often would she do the heavy deadlifts? Because I don't think you're you're not one of those people like me that tends to do them every week, are you? No. Um so for her, it was like at the end of like a training block. Right. You know, so at end of like anywhere from like a six to eight week period, testing a deadlift and uh, oop, bit pee. Okay. Is there <laughs> anything that can be done to protect against that sort of thing? And how regular an occurrence is it? Should one just automatically assume if there's a puddle in, <laughs> in the squat rack that it's more than likely we rather than sweat? Or should one still expect, well, it's probably just a bit of sweat? I say embrace the wee. Get, get, get comfortable with it. So you wouldn't, <laughs> just say, it's gonna you wouldn't say just crouch down, pretend, <laughs> you know, because I'm one of those people that I suggest squatting in your sock or in like a completely flat shoe yeah. maybe when you go down there to undo your shoelaces just give it a quick once sniff I if mean, it smell, smell some more. give it a smell check <laughs> yeah smell check <laughs> episode one people hello I mean it's better than standing in your nice white socks in the puddle and then lifting them up and thinking well actually the socks are a bit more yellow now yeah that's pretty rough isn't it that's not great you know I, I don't know why it happens maybe just you know as a raw thumb before doing any sort of heavy lift maybe just go to the bathroom that would be actually a really good idea to empty your bladder before yeah. lifting. Yeah. Um, and potentially there are various uh, tenor ladies and stuff. Sport versions, I believe, are now available yeah. as a possibility. I mean, stay hydrated, guys, but, yeah. you know, empty up. Okay. Right. Interesting. <laughs> have you got any weird stuff that clients have asked you recently? Have I got any weird stuff clients have asked me? There's always the kind of, uh, uh, Liam... Uh, I've heard this thing. Tell me if it's like actually the DJ. It normally starts like that. Ah, uh, no. Um, Our lights have just come off. Oh, they're back on now. <laughs> <laughs> Not moving too much, that's it. Um, no, I don't, I don't think any clients have ever asked me anything too strange. But I don't know, man. Maybe if I rack my brains a bit, I might be able to think of something. Mm. What about you? Um... I have actually, it's only since working here mm. that I've had some clients just ask ridiculously personal questions, oh, like yeah. unbelievably personal <laughs> questions. Um, I've got one person that emails me now on a regular basis uh, to the point where it's not just like once or twice, it's been multiple times. And I think it's very, it's very amusing and it's very sweet, but sometimes I feel like there's an over, like a professional <laughs> <laughs> boundary that it's overstepping a little bit. Um, that would be kind of like a lot of personal stuff that's been asked. But in terms of like some people just come out with random things. Yeah. Um, there was one which I didn't know that a client actually told me, which I had to Google. Mm -hmm. And they said that if you do a lot of squats, deadlifts and that kind of thing, you have to go up a shoe size because your feet actually get physically bigger. Damn. And I was like... Is that really actually a thing? I did a little <laughs> bit of like actual... I, I couldn't find any actual studies related to it. But in terms of anecdotal evidence and stuff, 
I found actually quite a lot of people that have also said that it's actually a thing. What? Particularly when it comes to like athletic training and stuff. So lots of kind of power banks, you kind of training, running, potentially, but sprinting, not so much long distance. But yeah, actually, I suppose if you think about it, it there's muscle. Yeah. So it, it does physically, it doesn't necessarily make your feet longer, but they get wider apparently and like more flat. Ronald McDonald, so, mate. I thought Ronald that was McDonald. really that was really interesting. <laughs> so there's loads of stuff that everyone that's listening, both people that are listening, yeah. have uh, have learned today. So Ronald McDonald must be strong as fuck, man. Yeah, he must well, be squatting all day long. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was just born like that. Born <laughs> like that with the nose as well. Born well endowed, maybe. <laughs> or maybe Ronald McDonald is smuggling something in those shoes. Maybe he also <laughs> is some kind of drugs mule, for example. I mean, he does strike me as a somewhat shady character. He does look a bit sus. Yeah, that's why he got retired. You know, he's retired now. Retired, Ronald quote McDonald. unquote. Yeah, he there just, was a scandal. He got sacked. Yeah, there was a big scandal. With regards a bit like uh, eat his children TV presenters and such. I think uh, it was Revolver or something like that. Damn. But yeah. It's dark. That's why you don't see the Ronald McDonald or the Hamburglar. <laughs> if you remember the Hamburglar. No, I don't. Well, you, you're at the same age as me, so you must remember the Hamburglar. I just remember the clown, man. Remember the clown. Yeah, Ronald McDonald. But yeah, squatted all day long. Right, okay. So this hasn't really gone according to plan i'm presuming that there is no real plan at this point so is there anything we're about halfway through is there anything that we really need to get into with regards to kind of teaching or do you want to just do some gossiping or something i mean i don't mind man happy to go with the flow you're the you're the the podcast genie I'm the podcast genie. Well, just because I press the play, pause, uh, record and stop button doesn't mean that I'm the podcast genie. It's more than I sure. can do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll train you up to do it. We'll train you up to do it. So you currently still personal train outside of the gym, don't you? So you've got a garage set up and everything like that. Yes. So can you tell me what's actually in your garage set up? So in my garage, in the secret garage, I have the most important thing mm. is a Dragon Ball Z mural on the wall. A Dragon Ball Z mural. Now, did the Dragon Ball Z mural cost more than the equipment that's in it? No, but it wasn't cheap. I don't remember how much it cost, but there's there's this guy in Bristol um, called Gage Graphics. Right. And he's done quite a lot of work around Bristol. You can see some of his things just out and about. Um, But yeah, we we got in contact with him and he came around, painted the the wall in a day. It was really impressive, actually. I watched him do it. Guy is super talented. But yeah, got a Dragon Ball Z moral. Had to be Dragon Ball Z because that's yeah. where, you know, that's what inspired me when I was younger. Oh, did it? That's where the journey started, man. I remember manga. Manga, yeah. You, and are, you, you, you owe all of what you can do today with regards yeah. to your career and yep. your lifting ability to manga. I kid you not. So I remember I was like 10 years old and I switched on Cartoon Network mm. and there was these cartoon characters beating the crap out of each other. And they were jacked, and they knew martial arts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, hot damn! I want to, I want a piece of that. I want to be like that." Right. I watched manga as well, but it might have been for slightly different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So first and foremost, I have this mural, um, given you know credit to Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it like a spiritual thing? Do you have like incense and candles there? Do you make all of your clients come and like you know, <laughs> pray, to pray the, towards pray to the uh, Dragon who, Ball who's on the, Who is it? Is it Goku? It's Goku is and it? he's ah. squatting and the okay. bar is so heavy it's bending on his back. Okay, It's pretty awesome. Right, And it says lock strength 
personal training okay. on the wall as well, which right. is which is your brand, which is my brand. Okay. And then I have fully kitted out um, floor. So we've got gym floor, really good gym floor mats, uh, just to absorb the impact of the heavy weights. Got a power rack, pretty decent one, pretty heavy duty. Um, got a bar, several different bars, SSB bar, straight bar, hex bar. Got some adjustable dumbbells. I've also got a set of 50 kilo dumbbells, yeah. like proper old school um, strongman ones. Um, yeah, it's all merits. So you can see what you're doing. I've got like lifting belts, dip belts, uh, accommodating resistance, so like resistance bands. No machines? No, I don't really do a lot of machines. I think that's a topic we have set down we the will, line. We will, yeah, yeah, it'll be on there. But no, I don't really use a lot of machines. But if I did, if I had the space, actually, I would have a few machines. What machines would you have? If you could only have one machine... Oh, that's easy. Because it's a garage, then yeah. what would it be? It'd be the glute ham raise. Oh. So like the back extension machine? Kind of like a back extension I machine. was going to go for a reverse uh, hyper extension yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah, that's also very, very yeah. good. So... I kind of, I kind of um, put them all together. So like a back extension, a glute ham raise, and mm. a reverse hyper. They're all kind of the same sort of thing. They're really good for your lower back, building up those spinal rectus, the posterior chain. Um, so yeah, I would have one of those if I can only have one machine. Um, but yeah, otherwise I hit everything I need to hit just using free weights, really. Okay. Yeah. So dumbbell sets, you've got adjustable dumbbells? I've got adjustable not? dumbbells, yeah. Who you do? Yeah, I've got some fat grip ones. Okay make things harder and i've also got some like regular thinner grip ones and uh yeah once you buy adjustable dumbbells you can have any dumbbell so obviously people could if they were local come and see you in your garage and be taken on as a per as a client yep because there are a lot of personal trainers i know that work from home work out their garages gardens that kind of thing yeah however i also now because of the nature of kind of the consumerist Mm. start my new year's resolution i'm going to buy everything and turn my garage into a gym type people mm. where do you, do you draw a line with regards to advice or do you judge people and things like that based on whether they've got certain equipment or when you would get equipment and stuff because if someone was just starting to work out and yeah. wanted to do some form of weightlifting or stuff like that yep. i tend to find that they fall into two camps they either fall into the more I don't really trust them. Go and buy some simple dumbbells from Argos and do a couple of routines from YouTube in home. And if you can manage that, then maybe it's worth you getting some sort of gym membership or just starting out and going to some sort of gym. Because nowadays, like you could join a pure gym or something like that for like £12 a month. Yeah, it's cheap. I would, I recommend people just get a gym membership. Um, But it depends, like... If it's hard getting to the gym, like mm. commuting to the gym, like say you've got kids or family, busy job, then then get a bar and some plates and mm. just just work out at home if that's easier for you. Whatever yeah. whatever is easier for you, really. Um, I I started out with a bar and some plates, mm. um, so I don't want to be hypocritical at all. But if people were to go to the gym, obviously they have access to a lot more yeah. equipment to get the job done. And like you said, it's super cheap now. Like pretty much anyone can afford a gym membership, um, especially when with those chain gyms. And mm. They're so cheap. That's the way that model is. Because for me, if if you if you are really really serious, and maybe you're like have been doing it for a couple of years, yeah, then 
maybe it's worth you getting a setup in your garage or yeah. if you're a personal trainer definitely it might be worth doing that because gym rent because a lot of people don't realize that personal trainers are rarely actually paid by a gym it's normally some sort of self-employed bullshit where they actually charge the personal trainer for being at yes. the gym and it can be considerable amounts of money you're talking like a thousand pounds a month yeah it could be sometimes. a mortgage payment yeah or more than a mortgage payment for a lot of people yeah um so it's understandable why you know if you're a gym instructor or personal trainer or something like that you might want to work from home but for the average beginner what i tend to find because i've made this mistake in the past as well is that a lot of the equipment that you would get from argos that is fairly cheap or affordable is often I don't feel like very good quality. No, it's not going to last you. Yeah, the bars will bend, the weights will flake and mm. crack. Yeah, you need if you're going to invest in a home gym, then go all in, spend yeah. the money, get good equipment. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just build it up slowly over time. And I don't think that it's worth investing in a home gym until you've got it. You've spent a year in a gym. Exactly, I mate. I, I spent a lot of money in my home gym. I'm not yeah. going to give a figure, but it was not cheap and um but i knew that's what i wanted yeah that's what i was going to do for the rest of my life yeah like i'm gonna lift weights until the day i die so mm. for me it was a no-brainer and i don't mind spending the money but if you're just getting started then yeah maybe just uh get a cheap gym membership hopefully hopefully it won't be the weights that actually end up killing you <laughs> yeah yeah it could be <laughs> attempting a bench press pr or Maybe something a good way to go <laughs> in the garage <laughs> you died what you love doing i was told that um one of the most dangerous exercises is the bench press and yep. it kills most uh not most people but it it's one of the exercises that kills the most people. However, when you look at the data, it's always normally young men or teenage boys. And it's normally in a home gym because right, they yeah. bench press at home with some flimsy yeah, equipment. Don't really know what they're doing. And then there's an accident, yeah, which I, I mean, thought's interesting. Benching, benching at home can be quite scary. You need to make sure you set your safety pins in case you fail it. And if you're going for a really heavy lift, mm. get get your partner or your sibling or whatever to just help you with the lift off. Yeah. And if something goes wrong, they can grab it. But if you don't set the pins and you don't get help with the lift off, just make sure you don't put any clips on the end of that bar. Cause you're going to have to tip that barbell hmm. and just get all these weights off the bar. Yeah. Which I'm sure we've all done at one point. Now in our gym, given that obviously we did talk about, and we don't want to discriminate or anything like that about maybe teenage boys, potentially doing themselves an injury in a home gym i do find also that some of the equipment that you get from argos and that and other shops of course are available um we don't have a sponsorship with argos yet maybe one day (laughs) by episode three (laughs) by episode (laughs) they're funding everything yeah uh I don't know if they're going to last as a business, to be honest with you, which that's just lost our sponsorship, hasn't it? God damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Um, But anyway, yeah, they don't have safety pins or anything like that. No. So it is quite precarious in general. Yeah, you need to get... uh, So I bench out of a power rack. Mm. Um, So get get a good power rack with some pins... If you're if you've just got like a cheap bench from Argos, which obviously has no safety whatsoever, yeah, 
maybe dumbbell bench because mm. that way you can bell quite easily. That's probably a lot safer actually. Yeah. And if you're a beginner, like there is a big, uh, there's a lot of people that go on and on and on about there being a greater range of motion for dumbbells, which for, as a beginner, there normally is because the dumbbells are small. But as you get stronger, they get more but bulky, right? Yeah. yeah. As you get bigger and bigger dumbbells, there is less of a range of motion because they're physically bigger. Yep. So... One thing that you can actually tell me, because this won't mean anyone anything to anyone, or it might do. It'd be weird if it does. It'll probably be a, a proper in. You're a proper gym person if you've thought about this, right? Cool. Is that on our sets of dumbbells in our gym that we've got here? Yep. All of the grips are the same. Yeah. Cross sectional area. They're the same size. Yeah. The amount of clients that say to me, "Oh, well, those ones, the fours and the sixes, and that." They're way different. They're way smaller in terms of like the grip and that. I'm like, no, you can literally get a ruler yeah. or a compass or something like that. Obviously not a navigational compass, but like one from a math set yeah. and literally do it. And they say that it's absolutely crazy the amount of arguments. Because right. I don't get into a lot of arguments with people, but that is the one thing that I get into arguments they with people. They think the grips are bigger. They think the grips are physically bigger, like wider, on the bigger dumbbells, but they're not. It's just an optical illusion. Probably because it feels heavy in the hands as well. Well, they can't lift up the really heavy ones. Oh, there we go. No. There we go. Not until after a couple of sessions with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two sessions in. And then I force them to. Yeah, good, <laughs> good. Yeah, no, I use... Um, Dumbbells are great. I, I exclusively use dumbbells for years because yeah. um, for a long time I, I just didn't barbell bench. I wasn't. Mm. I didn't really see the need to. I wasn't competing in strength sports or whatsoever. So yeah, I just used dumbbells and the carryover was unreal mm. and they were safe as well. So I was training on my own a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, so when I first actually got underneath a barbell, um, I already had built quite a good foundation just from using dumbbells. Well, I can't believe it. We're actually out of time because that is the end of this here podcast. So what an interesting you... episode. We covered women peeing, <laughs> we covered dumbbells and home gyms. Brilliant. The only thing we haven't covered, which we'll have to cover at some point, is junior gym. Ooh. But I'll just leave it there. Ooh. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, world. <laughs>